Hallelujah, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. You may be seated. The seventh day is a day of rest, right? Saturday, the seventh day, that's the time to just take it easy, to rest. That's the time to hear about peace and quiet and slow things. That day's over. Today is the day of speed, Sunday, the resurrection day. The day our Lord rose from the dead is a new day. It is a new week. It is a new creation. And the time for resting, the time for sleeping is far away from us, dear Christians. Today is a day full of speed. I have a need on Easter Vigil for speed. I have a need for speed on this night because our Lord is so mighty. He is so fast. And it is so hard to keep up with him, is it not? That's what the women found. They got to the tomb early before anyone else was awake, but it was too late. Jesus had already risen. Jesus had already gone. Jesus was way too fast for that. And it wasn't just the women who were too slow. Even Peter, even good old Peter, as fast as he was, wasn't fast enough. He wasn't even fast enough to keep up with John. John outran Peter, we're told. Now, in the Bible, there's not many mentions of running. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. Everybody moves rather slowly, kind of like we do in church. Everyone moves without much haste. Don't be hasty. Don't be hasty. Move slowly. Move deliberately. Move reverently. And there's a time and a place for that in the Christian life, isn't there? There's a time and a place for patience, for self-control, for deliberation. But it's not tonight. The resurrection night, the resurrection day is a time for speed. And dear friends, the Christian life is a life full of speed. For our Lord Jesus is a mighty redeemer. Our Lord Jesus is a mighty God. And he is fast. Believe it or not, our Lord Jesus is fast. He is too fast, you might say. He was too fast for the women. He was too fast for Peter. He was even too fast for John. And John wants you to know that he was fast. He outran Peter, after all, right? That's what it says in Scripture. And who do you think wrote that? Who is this mysterious, beloved disciple of the Lord? Who is the one who the Lord loved? It's no secret. It's John. John wrote so that everyone would know that he was faster than Peter. And tonight, tonight I would have you imitate this blessed, beloved John. For you too are a disciple whom Jesus loves. And because you are loved by Jesus, even if you have a hip replaced or a knee replaced or you walk with a cane or you can barely crawl out of bed in the morning, you are fast because the love of Jesus, the love of Jesus gives you speed. It gives you speed to do what is right. It gives you speed to say what is pure. It gives you a whole heart full of fuel that powers you through this world. And it's the kind of fuel, the kind of power, the kind of fire that no one else in this world has except those who are loved by Jesus. Now, youths will get tired, won't they? By the end of the night, my children won't be so excited as they were five minutes ago. They'll be moving slowly. They'll be dragging their feet. Youths will faint, and even those of us who are a little bit older, maybe in the prime of our life, we get tired too. But those who have the love of Jesus, those who are beloved disciples of Jesus, you have a fuel that never runs out. You have eternal youth, 
You have seized. Eternal youth for Jesus Christ has seized you, and his life lives in you, and so his speed lives in you, and so his righteousness lives in you, and so his sanctity lives in you, and so his innocence lives in you, and so his purity lives in you, and so his wholesomeness lives in you, and so his goodness lives in you, and so his righteousness and his justice and his mercy and his love and his grace and his forgiveness and anything else you can think of. If Jesus has it, then, beloved, so do you. And Jesus has speed. I want you to think on that this morning. Jesus doesn't always have to deliberate. We have to do that, don't we? We have to decide what we're going to do here or what we're going to do there. And sin, sin has this way of slowing everything down. Sin grinds up the gears. It grinds up the gears of our own personal, private lives. It mucks up the wheels of our families. It mucks up our society. And if you doubt me, well, just look around. Things drag, don't they? But the love of Jesus cuts through all that. Sin is slow. Jesus is fast. Sin is slow. The love of Jesus is fast. He cuts right through it all. He cuts right to the heart of the matter, and he says to you, your sins won't stick to you. Your sins won't slow you down. Let me lift that awful burden off your back. Let me lift that terrible load from your family. Let me even take away that that wicked grime from your world, for this is what Jesus has come to do. We bog things down, we muck things up, we mire things around, we slow everything down to a grind. But in the resurrection, Jesus says, I have come to give you life. I have come to give you immortal life. I have come to give you life that death no longer has dominion over. I have come, Jesus says, if you are with me this evening, to make you fast. For even youths will grow weary and young men will faint. But what does scripture say about those who wait on the Lord? They shall mount up with wings like an eagle. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and never faint. You have wings, dear friends. You have wings that Hermes wished he had. You have wings, dear friends, because the love of Jesus is with you. The love of Jesus is on you. And if you doubt it, well, don't be afraid. For Jesus does slow down from time to time. He does slow down so that you can catch up. He does slow down to give you his fast food. He slows down, do you see, to fuel you all over again with his love. He slows down and says, are you tired of keeping up with me? Are you tired of doing what is right? Are you tired of running from sin and running to what is pure and holy and good and true and beautiful? Then take and eat this food and be renewed. Take and drink this cup and let my life flow in your veins all over again. Oh, Jesus is a mighty, powerful, fast Lord. And his disciples, his church, yes, we are conservative. Yes, we are Lutheran. Yes, we are stolid. But we are fast, dear friends, for we are loved by Jesus 
And the love of Jesus, the love of Jesus compels you, it forces you, it energizes you, it fuels you on in this world. So run this Easter. Lent is for fighters, but Easter is for runners. Easter is for sprinters. So sprint, dear friends, to what is true. Let your mouth run to what is good. Let your feet carry you to do those things that are good and true and beautiful and have this promise with you that those who do such things shall not grow weary, you shall not grow faint, for the Lord Jesus will fuel you, his love will be with you, and if you get tired, he will say to you again, take and eat so you can keep up. Take and drink so you can walk with me. And when you've been walking for a little while, Jesus will start running, and then something wonderful will happen, right? Something that happens with little children. You'll start running, and you won't even think about it anymore right? Have you ever watched little children when they're running, right? They just start running, and they have no particular reason to be running, and they just keep going, and if they fall, they pick themselves up because it really wasn't that far of a fall, and so they just keep on going. Well, here's the promise that Jesus gives to you. If you fall, it won't hurt you, so run. If you tumble, don't worry. You'll get back up, and it'll be all the more fun for it all. Run with Jesus, dear friends. Lent is for fighters, but Easter, Easter is for runners, And if you have the love of Jesus, well, then you too, you too can be fast. To him be the glory now and always. Amen.